Hello and welcome to the SaltCast. My name is Ryan Johnson and this is our first episode of the year 2022 and I'd like to welcome and Jason Parr to the episode. Guys, welcome back to the new year. Hey, thanks. It's great to be here. Yeah, thanks a bunch. Um, I'm really excited for 2022 and, and you know, kind of our podcast near the end of the year last year we talked about you know it's going to be 2022 is going to be the year of a sales tax audit and and i've made a couple posts on our linkedin page uh, about that very topic um and and i wanted to kind of have you guys kind of talk about your expectations for the year and kind of reiterate the three questions that you, they, everybody should be asking themselves, you know, to to prepare themselves um, and become compliant for the year 2022. Yeah, that's a good way to start. I think uh, mo- most people, when it comes to sales tax, remember, I'm going to use Paul's words here uh, in behalf of Paul. Um, the most costly mistake you can make when it comes to sales tax is to ignore it. Um, so you just simply can't I- ignore the fact um, that every state has passed legislation establishing an economic threshold for companies who sell into their states, who have customers in those states, to uh, potentially collect and remit the tax. So I'm calling 2022 the year of enforcement. And it sounds kind of onerous, but the fact is, as each state... Um, legislation for economic nexus hits the two to three year mark those states are going to start looking and potentially aggressively pursuing non-compliant sellers who are selling into their state and so um, if that's the case 2022 2023 and beyond we're going to start seeing um, more aggressive efforts more reaching out. We've already seen it in a few states that we've we've done these podcasts on Illinois, Connecticut, uh, Maine for a long time. There's states have really began to try to pursue individuals who they think uh, uh, should be registered but aren't. So <clears throat> the question is, if I'm a CPA, if I'm an accountant, or if I'm someone doing business in the U.S., what should I do? in 2022 and at Pizer Johnson obviously we like to simplify things so we've really identified these three questions that every seller who does business in the US should try to answer and they should try to answer these three questions by state looking into each state and so the first question uh, do I have nexus and you know we could go into lots of podcasts and and uh, we've we've done blogs on Nexus. Uh, Andy Johnson, one of our founding partners, has written a book on starting with Nexus. The the key is, do you have some sort of connection to the state for the state to require you to collect and remit their tax? Um, do you have some sort of a tax responsibility? And that starts with Nexus. We talk a lot about economic Nexus because of Wayfair, um, but physical Nexus is still the law. Um, and we still run into individuals who are interested in what their situation might be because 
of economic nexus legislation, but then find out that they've had physical nexus in a, in a particular state or multiple states for years and years. <clears throat> and so it's important to recognize, do I have nexus? And then the second question that's important is what you sell taxable. If you have nexus in a particular state, but you don't sell taxable goods or services, then you don't really have uh, responsibility to collect tax, right? But um, people need to know if what they sell into a particular state is taxable because all the states have different tax laws, um, essentially imposing the tax on different goods and services. And, um, and so you need to know if your goods or services are taxable. And a lot of times what we hear from people is, hey, listen, I sell digital goods or digital products or intangible items that, um, you know, states can't tax that stuff. But the fact is, um, probably more than half of the states now have some sort of new legislation that captures um, goods that are provided electronically, um, whether they're considered digital products or digital goods, um, whether you would classify what you sell as a digital product or digital good is moot if the state classifies what you sell as one of those items under their statutes. And so it's important to take a look at this state by state and see if what you sell is taxable. So number one, do I have nexus? Number two is what I sell taxable. And then number three, um, how do I sell my goods and services? This is important because every state that has picked up an economic nexus legislation, um, not every state, but almost every state has passed some sort of legislation that essentially identifies who the seller is. We call these marketplace facilitator legislation that essentially says if you sell on a marketplace, we're going to impose the responsibility on the marketplace and not you as a seller on that marketplace. But what we find is there's some complexity there because a lot of people might sell on marketplace platforms, but they also sell on their own website. Or we've seen a significant increase in traditional brick and mortar companies that have moved to an e-commerce platform, uh, whether they're selling it on their own website or on a marketplace platform. But to understand your sales tax responsibility, your responsibility to collect tax, you need how you sell the items is important because you still have a responsibility when you sell outside of those platforms and any other type of method or channel. And so, um, to, again, to clarify and to simplify, the three questions are, do I have Nexus? Is what I sell taxable? And how do I sell my product? And you need to answer those three questions in each state. Uh, in the U.S. to determine what your responsibility might be. You know, another thing as you as you talk about that, um, you know, companies oftentimes will think, well, my, my goods aren't aren't uh, taxable in the state, or my services aren't taxable in the state, or hey, I provide an information service, it's not going to be taxable, so I'm not worried about it. The last thing you can do is just have the opinion without verifying or without confirming. That it is taxable, and that's what I love most about our "What's Next" calls is it it allows for an environment in which you can get on the phone with a professional, with somebody with some experience and knowledge of how the states are treating services and software 
um, so on and so forth. And, and you can get a second opinion without an additional charge or without some, you know, major hoops to jump through. Um, you know, comes what comes to mind is a, a company that we've been working with in December um, who, who had a multitude of those types. It was software as a service, it was an information service, and it was a digital good. Well, the state taxes those differently, and depending on the, the revenue or the amount of sales that you're making in those states, it has a big impact on whether or not um, the, the company elected to register or just continue on as, as business as usual. And so it never hurts just to jump on a call or to send an email just to get a second opinion. Um, and that's what I love most about our What's Next calls is they're down to earth. They're not high sales calls, uh, not trying to sell our product or services to you, merely just trying to, to educate and to provide some peace of mind to businesses in general to allow for some uh, understanding and uh, knowledge when it comes to your business and, and to what you're doing. And whether you're a CPA or whether you're an accountant or you're the owner or you work for a company, um, it doesn't matter who you are. If, if you're involved in the buying or selling of, of products or services, you're, you're dealing with sales tax and, and we, we want to talk to you. So, Yeah, it's a really good point. Um, you know, we always say at Pizer Johnson that collaboration builds confidence. And so sometimes you might have a, an idea or a direction that you want to pursue or you might have a certain understanding about a uh, situation. Um, just being able to talk to some people, some experts in the industry um, can give you a lot of confidence on steps that you're considering making. You know, another uh, way that people sometimes get tripped up on economic nexus is they feel like maybe they do know the taxability of their goods and uh, by and large 90 percent of of what they sell in a particular state is not taxable right it's just not enumerated as a taxable service and so they say well I, we're not going to have nexus if our taxable goods or services are only 10 percent of our sales in that state but some states look at taxable sales as their threshold, but most states are looking at your gross sales. Hmm. Um, and so you always want to separate. That's why we separate those first two questions. You do want to identify if you have nexus, which might relate to all of your sales into that state, not just your taxable sales into that state. Once you've established nexus as a separate understanding, then you want to look at the taxability of your goods and services in that state because you need to make sure if there are taxable goods or services that you're collecting tax on those going forward. Um, so it, th there's, there's a lot that we can discuss in a what's next call that just gives you some confidence on the decisions that you're trying to make. And you might be making those for your own business, as Paul indicated, or you might be trying to understand what the responsibility is um, as a trusted advisor, as a CPA or accountant for uh, clients that you have. And so these what's next calls, um, again, a little bit, uh, you might say a little corny of a name. <laughs> if we say it's a free consultation, it is, and we mean it. But most people say that just means it's a hard sales call. Um, it's not that at all. We really want to be able to give you some peace of mind on the decisions that you're making and especially some confidence as you move forward on those decisions. So we literally want to talk to everybody. And since we know not everybody listens to our podcast, 
we, we want to talk to you on a what's next call <laughs> to help you with uh, your decisions. No doubt. Yeah, I, I really like that. And I love the wording we use, kind of uh, responsibility as well. I mean, we want to help you understand what it is you have to do. And um, I was actually, you know, reading through one of our groups that I'm a part of that I post in uh, about sales tax. And uh, somebody had posted in there that, you know, they had, they, they were kind of sending out a warning is they were trying to sell their company. And, you know, they had a group interested, um, but they end up having quite a large sales tax liability and they weren't caught up on their own responsibilities. And so yeah, that's a real thing. You know, that's stuff we see and other people are starting to see it too. So if that is in your plans in the near future, I mean, these are the three questions you need to be asking yourself um, before you, you pursue that. And we have a couple of tools. Uh, one of them is live right now, where it's a state-by-state -state kind of economics, economic nexus and physical nexus guide. And so you can go state-by-state -state and know exactly what the nexus thresholds are. And the second tool that is uh, new and upcoming for this year that I'm excited about is kind of a nexus risk uh, analysis tool where you can put in your information state-by-state uh, -state and know what your potential risk is and help you determine what your responsibility may be. And then we can help you, uh, you know, get compliant and, and, and get done what you need to get done. Um, again, guys, thank you so much uh, for being on uh, with me today. Uh, Happy New Year and excited for, for the future. Happy New Year, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan.